get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alongside Alex and T-Bone on BK, we're broadcasting live at the E&B Granite Studios out of the Centene Community Ice Center today where the Blues are hosting their morning skate. And right now we're happy to continue talking about the Blues coming off of last night's opener of the season. Mike McKenna is a former NHL goalie. He joins us now via the 101 ESPN hotline. Mike, we appreciate the time as always, man. Hope you enjoyed your offseason, officially back to the grind of the NHL season. Let's start with the obvious. A good start last night from Jordan Bennington. What stood out to you from his first start of the season? Definitely a really strong game from Bennington, and it speaks for itself. Some of the saves that he made in overtime and early on were pretty obvious. I mean, you think about the two-on-one rush in overtime where he makes the save on Robertson sliding across, getting his glove on it, his tracking was on. But I, I did notice a couple of things, even stylistically with Bennington, that Guys, I thought he played a little bit closer to home last night. Like, I very rarely saw him outside of the blue paint, and I think that was a conscious decision going into this season. Um, And, and of course, that's also helped by that defensive structure that's a little bit different in front of him. You can be a little bit more patient when your team's going to pack the middle. Um, But I thought Bennington not only came up with some massive saves that I thought also his puck handling was spot on. And in your first game of the season as a goaltender, I can speak to that, it's – it, it can be goofy out there sometimes. Um, and I thought he looked right in sync with his with his defensive crew. And, and that's something that when Joel Hofer hops in that, he's going to feel that too because he's a great puck handler. So very encouraged in a lot of ways by Bennington's play and the team in front of him last night. Uh, Mike, you mentioned the new defensive scheme. From a goaltender's perspective, what's your role when you're playing this zone defense? You can't give up any rebounds you don't want to, and you get, can't get beat clean from the outside. That's really what it comes down to because when you've got players packing the middle, you know that you may face more shots. That's a reality, and you may face more from the outside if you're playing against a team that's willing to take those shots. Now, that's not every club in the NHL, but last night I think you saw with Dallas that with the Blues being more middle-centric with their club, Dallas was willing to take some of those shots from the goal line. You know, they're trying to catch the goalie off guard, catch you off your angle, catch those little bit of holes. Um, And I thought Bennington did a good job especially on his posts, adapting to that. And he was pretty tidy with his rebounds. The one thing that, you know, even the Blues, I would suspect, they didn't give up a ton of odd man rushes last night, but still a little, a couple too many for my own taste. So that's where Bennington, I thought, really shined last night. We're talking for another few minutes with Mike McKenna, former NHL goalie here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Mike, I was curious, when you look at the, the personnel that the Blues have, do you think this zone style fits their defensive core better than what they were doing last year? Well, watching Colton Pareko and Nick Letty last night, it sure looked like it to me. Um, they, they were very rarely beaten. I mean, there was one instance, I think, early on in the game where Pareko stepped up and it led to Pavelski getting a shot down the wing that – uh, went through Bennington, had to be cleared out by Brandon Saad. It felt like to me that was a little bit of a leftover from last season where, you know, you want Pareko to, 
to step back and, and accept that rush coming to him. But Letty and Pareko were really strong. Um, I do think that this bodes well for, for Tory Krug. Now, Krug, I don't think Krug had his best game last night. Um, but he's played this system the majority of his career when he was in Boston, when he was there under Bruce Cassidy, who's now the head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights who won a Stanley Cup playing this style. And and side note, guys, it's funny. The team wins the Stanley Cup. The Vegas Golden Knights, they play a 1-2-2 neutral zone forecheck, and they play zone defense. Well, half the NHL has gone to that this year. It's not a surprise. The Blues are doing it, too, because it wins. But I think that this is a good step for Krug. Now, Falk, it might be a little bit harder for him to adjust because he hasn't done a lot of it during his career. So he's going to have to lean heavily on his teammates, his, his defensive partners that have played it before, Krug, Letty with the Islanders. I think it'll come quick. I think it does work better for this crew on the back end. I think it works better for the team across the board because it's, it's not an elite skating team with the Blues. They're not slow, but they're not an elite skating team. If you're going to play man-to-man, you better be an elite skating team. How does it benefit a team offensively, though, Mike, if you're playing this zone? Because I read in Matt DeFrank's piece that Nick Letty talked about, it's an opportunity to catch teams with rushes up the ice if you get it correctly. Mm-hmm. Well, and you saw some of that from Dallas last night who can feed off of off of rush chances is that when you stay in the middle, you tend to have a lot of shots come through that get blocked and you can turn them the other direction. Um, so that's one aspect to it of, those shots come through, they're blocked, you go the other way. And you always have two players high in the zone as well, and your third is helping out with a centerman that can join in as well. So um, I, I think that if you're going to play that tight in your own defensive zone, you've got to be able to jump quickly, and it's really on the forwards. It's not a strict zone where you've got four quarter quadrants of the ice and you stay in there no matter what. Your forwards have a little bit more leeway to be aggressive, to trigger on pucks. And when you create those turnovers, man, you got to go the other direction. Um, and, and I think that's a work in progress for the Blues because as the game wore on last night, I do think that the that the Stars were able to put a little bit more pressure than the Blues would have liked. They've got to get their feet going and adapt to that system that once they trigger on pucks and create turnovers, you got to take that the other way and you got to activate your D to get it going along with it. Mike, I'm trying to learn from my mistakes from a year ago. The Blues started 3-0, and I was like, ah, here we go. All right, this is going to be the year. We're going back to the Cup. This is going to be great. And so I'm trying Same. to be a little bit more reserved in my judgments coming off of the <laughs> early portion of this season. I do love the way that the schedule sets up for them, though, because I think that it allows for us to, to learn a lot about them over the next six games. Before the end of the month, they'll play Seattle, Arizona, Pittsburgh, Winnipeg, Calgary, and Vancouver. Those are a lot of teams that are kind of in a similar position, at least in my opinion right now, to where the Blues are at. What do you want to learn about this team before we get to the month of October? What are the things that you're going to be trying to identify? Well, you know, I want to see how the back end shores up. I want to see if Tyler Tucker stays in the lineup, if they rotate through, if Portuzo's drawing in, if if they if Barube decides to go nuclear and put Perunovic in at some point just to get a boost on the power play, if that could happen. So I'm kind of curious about that bottom pairing on the D and how they adapt to the new system as well. Um, I thought Tucker was pretty good last. I like his physicality. Obviously he scored, um, and he's a little bit lost on Ben's goal that he scored that was scored for the Stars. But I think Tucker's got an edge to his game. He skates a little better than than it looks at first glance. So I liked his. Um, but for me, it's what happens with the depth of the Blues. I, I think you can expect the top line to eventually find their scoring. Luchnevich, Tomic, Kairou, it's going to come. And I tell you, there's still moments, though, where you see it with Kairou. Straight-legging it through the neutral zone, man, that can't happen. He has got to skate. He's going to have to be better defensively. 
but it's the depth of this team. You know, what does Kevin Hayes look like in 15, 20 games? Is Sammy Blay going to be his, his wingman for that? Does he bump up to second-line center and, and eventually maybe Shen goes off to the wing? I think there's still a lot of, there's a lot of interest into what this lineup can look like, and it's versatile. But ultimately for the Blues, I think that third line is really going to be what's going to drive things for them. If they can get scoring out of the third line, um, that's going to build well because you saw Sunquist last night. He's out for every important faceoff. They know that they're going to get good, um, good defensive play from the fourth line with some stuff chipping in. It's that depth. Where does the depth come from? Will it be able to grow throughout the season? Mike, final one for me, and we always appreciate the time, my man. But on the offensive side, you know, we we pumped the tires a lot of certain guys on this team, feeling like the offense could be a highlight of this team this season. Obviously, you only get one goal last night against the Dallas Stars. Doesn't back up what we've been saying. But when does that offense as a team you feel like start to click after going through a long preseason where you're really not out there with your entire roster? I think that's going to be the story of the year. And I can't predict whether, and that's no pun intended on the famous St. Louis punk, you know, emo punk band story of the year. It just kind of came to my head. I had Page Avenue going through my head like it was 2002 here. But, uh, no, I, I really, I'm curious about that because are there game breakers on the St. Louis Blues in the lineup? Who is it going to be? Is Thomas a game breaker? Is Cairo a game breaker? Is this completely by committee this year? I think that's going to be the big storyline. I think the Blues will defend better. I like what Mike Weber's done so far on the kill as well for this team. My question is, can they bring it? Can they find additional scoring if Vrana heats up? Is he going to be somebody who can join in? Can Sammy Blay recapture what he did at the end of last season? So for me, it's a question mark. I think goal scoring is going to be at a premium this year for the St. Louis Blues. We may look at this team in retrospect, much like people have looked at the New York Islanders over the past several years under Barry Trotz, then under Lane Lambert as well. They play good defense, which would be great for a Blues fan. We haven't seen good defense in a couple of years, but can they score? It's melding that. It's finding that unmined gold. That might have to be Verona. That might have to be Kapanen. Maybe Kevin Hayes heats up. It's got to be one of them to be addition into Kyrou and Thomas. He's Mike McKenna, former NHL goalie. Go ahead and give him a follow on Twitter, at MikeMcKenna56. Mike, it was great to catch up again, man. Appreciate the time, as always. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk with you again soon. I appreciate it. Look forward to it. I'll be out of all the rinks to this weekend. Kirkwood hockey. Woo! Time to go here. Squirts and Mike. <laughs> love it, guys. It's Thanks for having season. me. Thanks, Mike. You love to see it. That's Mike McKenna joining us here on 101 ESPN.